Welcome to Christchurch Manchester Sermon Podcast. We are one church that meets in various locations across Greater Manchester. For more information about who we are and where we meet, please visit www.christchurchmanchester.com when primary schools across the country are preparing for the show of the year. Uh, Kids are walking around wearing their mum's tea towel on their head. They're rehearsing songs, they're rehearsing lines, and the teachers are probably pulling their hair out by this point. It could only be the nativity. (laughs) See, my goddaughter is starring in the Bake Off nativity at her school so I think Paul Hollywood would make a really good grumpy innkeeper don't you think um, and maybe Prue maybe she could be a, a wise woman in the nativity in 2019 the rather appropriately named Virgin Money did a survey which looked at the earnings of 2,000 people against which parts they played in the nativity as a child the survey said Marys are most likely to work in retail oh wonder if that's true for anyone here today. Uh, angels in healthcare. That's true for me. There's a picture coming up soon of me as an angel at school. I'm, I'm the furthest on the left there in probably, I don't know, a tablecloth from my mum's kitchen or something. Um, innkeepers are most likely to be manual labourers. Shepherds work in IT. And narrators in education. The survey found that people who played an ox earned more than twice as much as someone who played a lamb or a sheep. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Today we're looking at an account of the birth of Jesus from the Bible. And our last reading was from the book of Luke. Luke wrote lots about Jesus' life. And if you're here interested in who Jesus is today, I really encourage you to, to go away and read the book of Luke later. This bit of the story focuses on the angels and the shepherds. The shepherds were in their field watching after their sheep. And the shepherds would have been pretty common, simple guys, nothing that special. And at the time this was happening, shepherds were generally looked down upon by other people. But God sent his angels. He looked on them with favour. The angels had an important message for the shepherds. And I love that God sent this host of angels. What a display that must have been. Host is a military term. Isn't it remarkable that God sent an army to announce peace? The angels glorify and praise God whilst giving this announcement. Just imagine the excitement and the buzz Initially, the shepherds were pretty terrified, um, but once the angel had reassured them, I think they'd probably be in awe of this host. I can just picture the shepherds together, maybe huddled next to each other, holding on to their um, hooks or crooks, and maybe they were um, cuddling a sheep that was nearby for some comfort. There'd been prophecies about this moment, a Messiah, a saviour coming Many years before, Isaiah wrote that the people walking in darkness had seen a great light. That a child would be born who would be the wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting father and the prince of peace. 
The angel's message confirmed Isaiah's prophecy was coming true. The angel said a Messiah would be born. The shepherds would find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Just imagine the anticipation and sense of adventure for these shepherds. The shepherds were being told, God is coming to earth. Your saviour is coming. Peace is on its way. And the way God chose to share this news was not what we'd expect. He didn't tell kings or the wealthy. He came to the lowest in society, these ordinary shepherds. God has an upside down kingdom where the first shall be last and the last shall be first. We read that the shepherds agree to go to Bethlehem and see what has happened and that what the angel said was true. There was a baby lying in a manger. Peace had arrived. The angels told the shepherds, when this baby comes, when God steps down to earth in human form, there will be peace. Peace for those who know God. (coughs) On earth, peace. It's a phrase we could rush over. We might have heard Luke's retelling of the birth of Jesus for the first time tonight. Or we might have heard it many times before. Those three words are jarring. They're weighty. On earth. Peace. Peace is a state of tranquility and contentment. Our passage says on earth peace to those whom his favour rests. Peace can be external, can't it? Like the absence of chaos. It can be internal, like peace of mind. Peace feels like a universal concept. All people, all languages can talk about peace, but it's so much more difficult to attain on earth. I wonder how you would fill in that blank. On earth, war, poverty, on earth, greed, abuse, climate change, hatred, on earth, the refugee crisis, on earth, fractured relationships, pain, sickness, on earth, the mental health crisis, on earth, chaos. When we look around our world, it makes me wonder, what is this peace the angels sang about? The Bible talks about peace, not just in the Christmas narratives, but throughout the stories and poems and visions and messages in the Bible. Biblical peace is about wholeness or completeness. It's a type of peace that was brought to earth through Jesus, the Prince of Peace. The Hebrew word for peace is shalom. Shalom means complete or whole. We could use it to describe a stone that's perfect and smooth. There's no cracks, there's no bits missing. Or a wall that has no gaps or imperfections or missing bricks. It's complete, it's whole. Shalom refers to something that's complex with lots of pieces that are in a state of completeness or wholeness. (laughs) In our world, in our lives, there's lots of fractures Cracks, if you will, between ourselves and God, other people, 
creation and with who God made us to be. God sent his son Jesus to mend what was broken, to bind up the brokenhearted, to set the captive free, to be a light in the darkness. On earth, peace. Later in Jesus' life, he would die on a cross and rise three days later to restore the fractures and cracks to bring shalom. And through Jesus, we can experience peace with God. The complex pieces of our lives coming together to make us whole in God. Naturally, as humans, we can want to be the king or queen of our hearts, can't we? And those self-centered desires can lead to conflict with other people and with God. There isn't complete peace on earth because many of us have yet to find peace with God. The wonderful proclamation of Christmas, however, is God and sinners reconciled. Reconciled. Jesus is the perfect mediator. And the first step in any mediation is to acknowledge that there's been a conflict. God offers his peace to all those who turn towards him and seek reconciliation through the grace on offer to us. This Christmas, what are you looking for? What are you longing for? Perhaps you're feeling a bit burnt out by work, you're tired of studying, maybe you're devastated by the news, and you're crying out for justice in our world. You could be struggling with anxiety or depression. Are you longing for wholeness? Are you worried about money? housing, security. Maybe you're uh, dreading time at home because those family dynamics are a bit fraught. Um, Maybe you're nervous to be alone this season. Well, Jesus' arrival signalled the Prince of Peace is here. The peace he brings transcends all our understanding. And the perfection of God's peace is so whole and complete that we can find it hard to fathom as humans. The Bible tells us that perfect peace on earth will not be possible until Jesus returns and redeems the whole earth. But we can seek peace with God now. And as Christians, as Christchurch Manchester, we believe that we can meet with God and we can experience his presence. I believe that God is with us now. And in his presence, we can find peace. The Bible also talks about peacemakers. Peacemakers are people who, through making peace with God, have finally learned how to admit flaws and weakness, how to surrender their pride, how to love without the need to control every situation. Wow, don't we need peacemakers in our world right now? in our city right now, in our families, our friendship groups, our universities, our workplaces. As well as reconciling with God and finding peace with him, we can help other people and we can give peace. Imagine what it would look like for peacemakers to diffuse conflicts, facilitate forgiveness and reconcile broken relationships. 
And if you're a follower of Jesus here today, I'd encourage you to reflect tonight on how you can be a peacemaker this Christmas. Christmas means that through the grace of God and the incarnation, that means God coming down to earth in human form as Jesus. All of that means that peace with God is available. And if you make peace with God, then you can go out and make peace with everybody else. The effect that could have on our world would be amazing, right? The more people experiencing wholeness and peace with God, the better off the world is. And all of that points back to God, who is worthy of our glory and praise. Christmas means the increase of peace, both with God and between people. So instead of on earth war, what about on earth the absence of conflict? Poverty turned into everyone having what they need to thrive. Instead of on earth greed, what about humility and fair distribution of resources? What about instead of abuse on earth, nurturing and loving relationships? What about instead of climate change, a healthy, functioning planet for generations to come? What about instead of the refugee crisis on earth, everyone has a home and belongs? What about instead of pain and sickness, there'd be healing and comfort? Instead of on earth chaos, on earth shalom. On earth, wholeness. On earth, completeness. On earth, peace. We can experience peace through ordinary means. At the heart of Christmas, unimaginable greatness is packed into a manger. Jesus wasn't born in a fancy palace, but in a stable Jesus experienced life as a homeless refugee. The guests at his birth weren't celebrities, but they were shepherds. The Prince of Peace defied the world's expectations and showed us how the world can be transformed. And I pray that this Christmas season, that in the hidden ordinariness, you will experience the extraordinary riches of the good news of Jesus. You will experience peace with God, peace with one another. Thanks for listening. To explore this sermon or learn more about our church, please navigate to the links provided in this podcast description. From there, you can connect with us on social media and you're welcome to check out the music links featured in this episode from our very own musicians. You can also discover current events and information about where we meet on Sundays and various groups or community projects that you can join in with. If you're interested in knowing more about us or wish to join us for one of our meetings, please reach out. Simply drop us an email at hello at ccm.org.uk We look forward to connecting with you.